Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about the 1991 Ball Your Eyes Out classic, <laughs> My Girl. My Girl, 1991. 1991. It doesn't yeah. seem like it was that long ago. That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, I actually was surprised because I saw it in the theater. So but I was I mean, like, it, it how tracks. old was I? It's yeah. Mm-hmm. Anna Klumsky. Uh, yeah, fucking, for sure. Uh, what's his name? Macaulay Dan- Culkin. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was yeah. like, Dan Aykroyd? No. Yeah, no. He's, he's just ageless, man. He's the same weird puffy guy he's always been <laughs> forever. But, okay, so we're watching, uh, we're talking about My Girl today, and of course, we always like to tell Everyone listening in, if you've never uh, found an excuse or reason to watch My Girl, um, you're probably better off at this point. If you, no. Well, just from the sheer sadness of it. But uh, yes. we do recommend if you've seen this movie in the past and haven't seen it in a while, go back, find it, and watch it, and come back and join us. It's currently uh, streaming on Netflix, yeah. so it's an easy one to find. Uh, otherwise, yeah, take a moment, go watch that movie, and then come back and join us for the conversation. And, and you're back. back. All right. Greatest of all Greatest time. Of all. Thanks for stopping and, and going and finding the movie. Yeah. yeah. So we're all up to speed. And uh, <laughs> of course, Mandy and I don't like to talk about these movies alone because uh, we don't care Mm-mm. about each other's opinion anymore. So <laughs> we like to bring on a guest, somebody to uh, help uh, lighten up the mood, hopefully, for this somber <laughs> affair. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't realize how sad this oh, movie was. Oh, yeah. I, well, fr- I totally <clears throat> blocked that out of my mm-hmm. mind, I guess. Uh, but we are very excited to have down all the way from Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, we have Grand Rapids area comedian, Mr. Simon Carlson's with us, everybody. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming, pause, Simon. Pause for applause. Pause what? for applause. That's the greatest of all time. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to uh, beautiful Hastings, Michigan. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. The comedy mecca that is. As I've heard. Yep. yep. I was like, how are the roads? And he's like, well, the last 10 minutes were pretty bad. I'm like, yep, that makes sense. It's where they turned to dirt. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're, the last 10 minutes of getting here is always terrible no matter what the weather is it's just yeah the view's bad the smell's bad i can't believe the farmers don't take care of their own stretch of road they should plow (laughs) what are you doing with the tractors in the winter for yeah (laughs) exactly you call a co-op get out there and fucking (laughs) this is what daylight savings time is for i don't know something to do with the farmers i don't know why we do it but uh all right welcome to the show um we always ask all of our guests before we get started how long had it been since you watched my girl before we made you watch it for this podcast so I know I had never seen it all the way through. That tracks. That makes yep. Sense. Start yep. to finish. I was born in 1996. Okay. So uh, not, not, not to theater. brag. <laughs> not to brag a little bit. You're just but a baby. It's a good year I've heard. You didn't catch this in the theater then. I did not. I would. No, I was a little late. But, yeah, sure. uh, so I've seen bits and pieces of it whenever it's been on, I don't know, like TBS or whatever. And when I was a kid, I saw clips of, uh, of it with my sister. But yeah, first time I fully watched it. And okay. uh I, I, I probably have seen at least 70%, 80% of the full movie, so I, a lot Prior. of it was familiar. So. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Now, do you think the it tracked just because, like, it was in the wheelhouse at all just because of Dan Aykroyd was in it? Like, See, I'm not actually me, that familiar with Dan Aykroyd. Okay. I was like, for me, I have no reason that I should have enjoyed this movie other right. than I was about 12 years old at the same time that Anna Klumsky was yeah, 12 years old. Yeah, the whole old. time I was watching this, like, all of, like, the relationship and the music and all, like, the relationship with the friends. Sure. I'm like, this is totally Matt's, like, jam because yeah. it's just, like, now, now and, and then. then. Yeah. And or yeah. any other uh, Christina Ricci yeah. type movie, yeah. <laughs> like, which I think these those two were in a movie together. I think Anna Klumsky, they were gold diggers. Yeah, the legend yeah. of something Some gold bo- bear, mountain or whatever. Yeah. Bear Mountain. Yeah, yeah which, which I I loved great. that yeah. movie. 
<laughs> I also want to thank you guys up top. I've seen some of the other episodes were Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all these happy, Iconic. like, yeah. just the funnest movies. And then it's like, oh, let's go watch a kid die from bees. <laughs> That's great. I am, um, yeah, for sure. And that the, the is beginning. a valuable PSA in this movie. I don't know if you guys realize this or not, but bees hate acrobats. So if, <laughs> yeah. if you have aspirations to and be... And they can smell it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> if you have aspirations to be an acrobat, you're going to want to steer clear of all like all wilderness activity. I bet I bet his the Macaulay Culkin's character's parents were happy because the bees only knew he was going to succeed at being an acrobat. Yeah, so sure. At least he had potential, you know. They don't just sting any old act flipping somersault and schmuck off the side of the road. It was like a like a vindication that he would have been great. Oh, well, yeah. or they were just like it's probably best you die now because <laughs> yeah. really really nowhere to go as an actor. We don't we don't want to live our lives knowing it's that our sons probably are professional. For the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Matt, when was the last time you saw this movie? Oh my goodness. It's been I we own it. I own both 1 and 2. Um I could not recall yeah, there's a second one. I had I no know. idea. Yeah, it's uh, actually really good. I couldn't. I can't recall even a moment of what happens. In Who the dies in one. that? One? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the mother. I mean, obviously, but because she's going back to like find out more information about her mom, she stays with. Oh, she like Phil, digs Uncle into, Phil. Oh, yeah, fun. Oh, okay. Hardy Boys. Yeah, <laughs> Hardy Boys action. Yeah. <laughs> got to really dig into this case. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it turns more into now and then. Basically, she's got to yes. find out what happened and to her dead mother. She has like a. There's a crush, and the kid is so fucking ugly. It's very. <laughs> oh frustrating. wow. It's very very frustrating it's for me frustrating. because she's beautiful well, i mean when you go from uh thomas J to anything else oh, i mean i know how precocious right? was he i mean yeah once you go culkin so good. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> you better stop Skulking. looking i don't know i'm so stupid this he, is the he, he died from bees <laughs> r.i.p that's probably her very first question for every boyfriend so, <laughs> are you allergic to anything what are you allergic to with bees <laughs> It's either that or just straight up like, are you? Do you feel like you want to be an acrobat? They they <laughs> for, they foreshadow so much shit in this movie. They like, do. Oh, the yeah, small yeah. coffin and everything. Yeah, all of it. And like he's allergic to everything. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm like, this is kind of. It's actually very freaky. I would. So I wanted to give kind of a brief synopsis of what this film even is, but it's just it's pure sadness. It's like no. a, It's the coming of age of a young girl who's in the worst scenario of her life. Hopefully, I. I think it's I like it I like the relationship between her and Thomas J is super cute I like that she she played an and obviously this is great directing but she seems like a girl that grew up without a mother yeah I mean she, total tomboy you know um just doesn't she's like shoves Thomas and Thomas J is just like the most like following oh for sure just little doting just there for oh, the whole thing it's so and like no one else would want to be her friend because she's a bossy bitch yeah yeah so I loved that. I loved the relationship. I love that she had a crush on her teacher. Yeah. And um, freaking, I love the clothes that um, uh, Shelly wears. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. I, I want to, well, the problem, I don't have the, I can't do the hip huggers because I would have a huge muffin top, okay. but I loved all that stuff. Well, they so. had Dan Aykroyd pretty horned up at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's like, this dude's at work right now. I know. He's and... like, I'm enjoying it very much, oh, but yeah. is this what you normally <laughs> yeah. wear? Yeah. Okay. So it's this young girl who uh, was raised without a mother because she died during childbirth. And from, we find out later on in the movie that uh, she's, Veda is her name. She's bl- She blames herself for her mother's death. Then she's like surrounded by death because her father works in a funeral home. Mm-hmm. They live above a funeral home, which is always a scenario for bad, bad 
life i feel like at all <laughs> not to get too uh, technical yeah i mean that's just yeah i don't know what the <laughs> layperson a beauty call, parlor i don't this know what the layperson a... <laughs> calls that but it's a bad life yeah. is what it is um and then uh yeah this lady comes in like she swoops in like mary poppins like she's gonna fix everything yep. right and i feel like that's more what the movie's about yes, like 100 jamie lee curtis comes in to like fix this little girl's life but just nothing gets fixed it's still very mm, broken and somber at the I end disagree. of this movie and actually that's the one thing that like is redeeming for me because they basically once thomas J dies mm-hmm. every like they literally just take every opportunity like if you're about to stop crying to mm-hmm. make you cry mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. and when she finally comes home after you know the day being gone is it, is it the line go ahead and which, what is the part that brings it back home for you? It really oh, punches you back in the dick again? No. Oh, um, well, when she, go, well, he dies. Uh-huh. She is like, he was going to be an acrobat. He can't yep. see without his glasses and yep. all that shit. Then that was terrible. Then, I was sobbing. That I, okay. is the first. Yeah, oh, yeah. I need to know if, before we continue <sighs> yeah. with this. Did you cry at this movie? Yeah. So I was. I, I'm amazed because I knew what was going to happen. Yeah, for sure. I knew what was going to happen with the whole all movie. of the foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. all of it. Child size, child size coffin. I was like, bingo, right there. Uh, I know whose names on that. Yeah. And, uh, Isn't that a lot? Like, if you see a child size coffin, they're going to use the child size coffin. Oh, that's yeah. a thing in movies. He's like, like it's for short people. Yeah, <laughs> they don't make those for like the future. Like, yeah. I don't. Know. I was like, at least tell them it's like a display. Like, just be like that's what we, we put this on the shelf so people can. It's, it's like, like a, a, it's like it's one of those miniature. little tents. Yeah. They, when you go to buy yeah. a tent, you can see the little and it turns into a dog tent from some weird <laughs> yeah. person that ransacks a dumpster behind a Kmart. Yeah. So I, I I held it all together. I was a completely normal citizen up until <laughs> Did you watch this movie alone? Did oh you? yeah. Okay, that's best. All oh, right, yeah. here we go. I watched it was completely fine all the way up until she says he can't see without his glasses yeah. oh and I God. and I lost it. <laughs> yeah, yes. sure. And then I didn't stop until and, and I kept going and I cried like I had a second wind cry. Okay. Oh, yeah. At the scene when they talked to Thomas J's mom. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. And that she's was like, my brutal. mother will take care of him. Yep. I don't even oh, I believe I believe in zero of any of that. Like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but my brain would not stop crying. Like, yes. Uh, but when she says. I wish I had told him he was my, my best friend. Oh my God. I was yes. like, oh, I can die. I'm oh, going to yep. die now. See, that hurt for, a lot. For me, the fact that she was having um, Shelly like brush her hair yeah. and she was having a moment where she was finally feeling better. Like that was like where I was like, okay, this is going to be okay. Uh-huh. And then Thomas J's mom comes and she says all that shit yep. and gives her the ring and everything. And it's blue, which yeah. I had some significance. I feel like maybe he was happy he found the ring. I guess. I don't know. Or just the fact that he's not there anymore makes it different now. Cause, yeah because they were saying like maybe it's black because you're happy, happy. Or, or just because he's around like he yeah. makes it black but now he's not around and then anymore. she reads the fucking poem yeah oh and in the meantime she goes and tells the teacher she's in love with him right and his fucking girlfriend comes out yeah. and ruin and it's, it's every fucking country song uh, you go to profess your love to some person and then their significant others or it's an Alanis Morissette thing, right? <laughs> yeah. isn't, I just, isn't that ironic I yeah. feel though that the reason we cried so hard is because she is so fucking amazing at acting really? It was well done. Yeah. Very well done. I mean, it, it, it almost makes you feel bad that she as a kid had to like almost make herself experience yeah. those emotions. For sure. Uh, do you guys cry at movies normally? Like that's what I want to know. Um, yeah. If it's a if it's a genuinely gripping or sad movie, I will cry. Like the first movie I ever cried to, Click with Adam yeah. Sandler. Oh hell yeah! That scene of, when he cried when he yes. is like falls down in the rain. Oh my god! Third third grade me was a mess. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is, is it's unexpected because yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. oh, this is just gonna be all comedy. Oh look at Adam Sandler. Oh no. <laughs> 
like I re- I don't recall the switch when it happened, but there was a time when clearly you just don't cry at things because you don't understand the right. gravity of the situation. But then at some point in my life, everything started to make me like hyper emotional. Yeah. And it, it wasn't like everyone's like, oh, it's when your child is born, like the world becomes smaller and it becomes more. The relationships yeah. mean more and things are more intricate and everything has layers. But it was before that. Like, I remember there was just some day in my life where everything was just like, oh, do you remember, this is like, real shit. Like all of a sudden um, when you would cry about happy things, like do you do you cry yes. when something happy happens like, in a movie? I will tear up listening to a piece of music mm-hmm. or someone singing. Yeah. It's weird, man. I don't understand what does it to me. I don't know where that comes from inside <laughs> of a person. <laughs> But that shit will will happen. It does it happen when you watch shows like The Voice or like yeah. when somebody comes out and it's unexpected. But it really doesn't have to be inspirational. Yeah. Like to me, it all it's just the idea that like people worked together to make something happen. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know what it is. It's weird to me. That's man. cool. It's crazy. I remember the first time I ever cried about something happy was um, when Willie in Free Willy goes <laughs> over the the wall. Yeah. For I don't know why I think it's because it was so intense for me like oh my god they need to save this fucking whale and then he <laughs> you finally get off your ass and you find that <laughs> fucking whale <laughs> so when he finally like jumps the wall I was at my grandparents house and I could not stop crying my grandma's like what is wrong with her I'm like Willie is free it's so happy <laughs> his Willie's out oh his Willie's out and then they were like well we need to stop watching movies that That's is hilarious the worst yeah but yeah they just got to build the wall taller you know but I think that like the first three- old movie we've learned <laughs> old movie yeah. we've learned anything. It's just build the wall tall. <laughs> yeah. The three, the fr- the first two thirds of the movie though is super sweet. I think it's hilarious. I think Veda is so super funny. I'm I'm a hard disagree on that. Like this whole movie is like a real dirge. Like it takes oh. a while to get moving, and then when it finally does, like you can tell she's very disconnected from her dad. Yeah. And she wants so hard to be a part of his life. In fact, I guess we should probably yeah. Play let's some start some clips. Clips. You know, we she's broken to begin with. She starts diagnosing herself with terrible illnesses. Yeah, but that's funny. It's funny, but it's I mean, clearly a mental issue yes. that this little girl is going through. But right? it's her way of coping. Yeah. I was born jaundiced. Once I sat on a toilet seat at a truck stop and caught hemorrhoids. And I've learned to live with this chicken bone that's been lodged in my throat for the past three years. So I knew Dad would be devastated when he learned of my latest affliction. Dad, I don't want to upset you, but my left breast is developing at a significantly faster rate than my right. It can only mean one thing. Cancer. I'm dying. Okay. (laughs) Sweetie, hand me the mayonnaise out of the fridge. Nice. Very nice. (laughs) Yeah. That's how I would handle it, probably. You'd, so his wife died during childbirth. Mm-hmm. You'd think, so he's going to go one of two ways. He's going to either be hyper aware of like death and things happening and being really concerned about anything breaking his child, who's the only remaining portion right. of his wife he has left. Or this, I guess, which is completely disconnected from it altogether. I don't know, though, because he's a funeral, you know, a funeral yeah. director and he deals with death all the time. So he's almost like there, like he's almost an anomaly. Like, yeah, it, it, you can't. It's not like if you or I had that happen, how we would react. Yeah, but I, guess. I don't know. So we get the uh, voiceover sort of at the beginning, right? We get Veda mm-hmm. talking directly to camera, breaking the wall and, and speaking directly to the audience. How are how is that uh, in movies for you? Are you a fan of that? Sort if of? it's done so like Adam McKay, like mm-hmm. his style, um, like the big short. Um, I love that kind of stuff, like um, super aware, tongue in cheek. Kind OK, of but, so if uh, it's doing it like if it knows it's doing it it's like fine. beginning like, yeah beginning of emperor's new groove knocks it out of the park oh i love that Be- movie so yeah much. when he's sitting in the rain you're probably wondering how i'm david spade <laughs> whatever he says and 
that is pretty good. Okay. But in this movie, I think it was generally harmless. Like it was yeah. fine. It was very disjointed to me. It yeah. didn't make a ton as of sense. As soon as like, I it saw would come it, in I was and like, out. Nate's gonna yeah. hate this. The form, the the consistency change of wh- yeah. like when they would bring it in because it would be just like middle of a scene and it would be her thought, and then yeah. some of the time it would be like she's talking directly to me. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a little odd. Yeah. Um, and it would have been better to me if the end result of this movie was now I'm a writer. Like if Veda had become an actual sure. writer well, then and they this is her life yeah, story. Yeah, but then they know? couldn't have had two. Well, I mean, we I could have c- known like chapter two. I mean, it could have been literally <laughs> the next page in her story. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, she does the voiceover at the end and, and mm-hmm. she's like, things are getting better now. Judy and I are in but the same home. things room. are getting better are... There's no longer a chicken bone in my throat that was never there to begin with, and Judy's in my class now. But I will say, but like I th- everything else is shit. I think uh, the Shelly factor is is super prominent because it's like she wouldn't have been able to deal with any of these mental blockages without Shelly mm. being there. Yeah. Because at the beginning, she wouldn't even you know she's she's curious. She wants to talk to her dad about this stuff, but her dad doesn't talk to her. And by the end of the movie, she has someone who's combing her hair, actually bringing up talking about yeah this yeah. mental stuff. And the scene where you know Thomas J's mom's wiping off his milk mustache, and yeah. she's looking at her like oh, oh yeah. I want that yep. you know saw that yeah, yeah for sure and I, I feel like this movie is more of a, a Shelly was there to fix her dad who was the cause yes. of Veda's problems who would then be able to like fix themselves which and, he and I loved the little times when like old Harry which by the way Harry is who is the name of her husband in mm-hmm. True Lies so that oh, really fun. fucked with my mind because okay. she was she'd be like Harry and I would in my mind I was like Harry you know from yeah. True Lies so which we're going to be covering yes. soon very soon yeah, yeah. um but I, I feel like oh where was I don't even remember where I was going with that <laughs> the Harry thing messed well me that, up. I just think it, she was there to fix the dad and has very oh, little to do with I like how he like his old self comes out every now like when he punches Danny yeah. and you know when he he's just your father's he, a savage <laughs> that played. was funny yeah <laughs> your father's a savage that's hilarious he just played like and when he was just so suave which by Shelly's fucking thirsty yeah oh, oh for sure. yeah I'm like yeah I oh. got okay so we're gonna jump straight into Shelly here okay uh, she lives in a trailer yeah. right she lives in a motorhome motor home, right? well I was actually pretty impressed at the beginning of the movie it's later explained why she has that but at the beginning I was like how can you afford that RV you stole it you completely stole it I am totally on his side here uh, Danny da- Danny's side that's wow she, Veda asks her if she can use her bathroom she's parked in the fucking front lawn at yeah. your home yeah and you go have to, into your house well now yeah you have to empty that yeah, tank she's gonna have oh, to yeah. deal with that fucking wastewater somewhere yep. I assume it's just back then you would just drive down the road and pull a lever and it would just <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, go out onto the all streets. over your least favorite neighborhood. <laughs> right. Yeah, wow. Yeah, but, there should have been a follow up question like, "What are you doing? Like, what? Get, yeah. get out of my house." So is this this a one or one two. Or two? <laughs> <laughs> Even still, man, you don't use yeah. somebody's damn motorhome bathroom if you're twenty steps from your oh, yeah. own home. Well, and he flushes it when yeah. he, and I'm like, you're just filling that fucking tank <laughs> with water. This is so like wasteful. It's yeah. all blue water. It's weird. Okay. Uh, this is uh, right at the beginning. This is where Veda charges to see a dead body. Mm-hmm. We got a very similar scene to this in the movie Angus, where Angus's friend is charging twenty five cents or something to see his sister's pubic hair. 
So I was, it brought me right back into that movie. I was like, hell yeah. Made me think of um, Gilbert Grape when he like lifts the kids up to see his big old fat mom. <laughs> okay, for sure. And oh. it made me think, uh, I, I, I don't have an example. <laughs> I, I do not have an example. Oh. Nothing where someone tried to sell a view of something for... Yeah, and the house um, that they're that they show during this, or the house that they live in, it's a bed and breakfast. Okay. Um. So they it was bed and breakfast and funeral home. It wasn't originally a funeral home. (laughs) (laughs) It was a bed and breakfast turned funeral home. Like if the guy pulls through overnight, he's got food in the morning or something. (laughs) Hey, you're back. Sometimes they are dead. Have some eggs. (laughs) Hey, you didn't pay me. How do I know you're gonna show us one? You're such a baby. Oh, one I of the kids it. is from Sandlot. When he said, "Yeah, uh, it's the kid that says you're weird, right?" Yeah, oh, I love it when he says you're weird. This is a pretty clean movie, and then I'm pretty sure one of these kids goes, well, "That's bullshit!" Yeah. Like he's yeah. the only cuss. Yep. When they open it, and there's yeah. nothing there. Yeah. Sure you want to see it, or is someone gonna go yellow belly? I'm not shaking. I'm not shaking. Okay. <laughs> Lean forward. <laughs> you're so weird. I want my money back. I was afraid of this. Of what? Well, sometimes when we get them, they're not completely dead. Oh, here we go. You know, like when they cut a chicken's head off and they still run around crazy? You're full of shit. There it is. You're full of shit. Yeah, well, it's her grandma. <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> well, and because you said cussing, Jamie Lee Curtis um, instituted a swear can on the set to prevent what, what she called, quote unquote, t- trucker talk. Nice. And Dan Aykroyd <laughs> in an interview said that she would charge like $5 or $10, depending on the word. And by the end of the movie, there was like five grand in there. Nice. <laughs> that was what was in her RV money pot. Yeah, right? probably. <laughs> right. They're like this. Yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> Where are the cookies? Yeah. yeah. And he's all disappointed that he's pulling out wads of cash. For sure. Um, speaking of Dan Aykroyd, do, do you know that Dan Aykroyd's a lunatic? Like, no, in real life, I've only uh, the only thing I know is Ghostbusters, and I've never seen that. Okay. So. Oh my God, you're killing me. So small. I should stop. I, I'll stop at saying which movies I haven't seen because that'll start a riot. <laughs> no, dude, I'm way no, worse. It's, yeah, I'm, it's I'm, fine. I'm, Plus, you're really young too, so it makes sense that you <laughs> not to brag or anything. But uh, I mean, it makes sense that you wouldn't watch these. I mean, that's and like you're not like scrolling through channels anymore. No, like no, no, that's no. The, like you never happen upon a movie. No, the that, content comes to us now. Yeah, yeah. and you have to want it. Like, yeah. if you don't want it for even a moment. You're yeah. just like fuck it. I'm on to something. I new. feel like that. I, I I miss out on new music specifically sure. because yeah. of that. You know. Yeah, what? I just do the the like the Amazon Top 100 and just let it loop and fucking deal with it, man. <laughs> yeah, but then you're like, okay, now I have to learn this and then, but learn this. Every, are you doing dances in your backyard. No, but you have to like you have to learn. The, you know, you hear the song and you're like, okay, I have sure. to kind of get used to it. I just I don't know. You you almost you're just losing exposure. Yeah. Whereas before, but also before. That's you, why people fight so hard to be like your number one thing like yeah i need my fans to follow me blindly and they'll buy all of my shit and nobody because no one's going to search you out once once you're back in the day though the cable channels and the radio they were the ones that told you what you listen to so now you kind of don't have that but i still feel like there it just there's a disconnect but there was always somebody that you would like you'd find a radio station that you trust yeah like it wasn't gonna throw like weird shit at you for no reason or or if it did you liked it like, yeah that's the sort of weird shit that you wanted and it was either you listen to the weird shit or you stare at the radio when it's off yeah. <laughs> like that's your entertainment <laughs> options for yeah. sure my uh so we were looking at places to stay on a trip that we're going to later on in the year and one of them was like a airbnb and it had a cd player in it 
and my daughter was going through the pictures looking at it and she's like oh my god it's got an old radio in it and i'm like fuck me that's a cd player like that's not <laughs> my, <a laughs> my sister's kids do not even wouldn't even know how to play a cd for sure like yeah. they wouldn't know how to skip songs because they've had digital songs their whole lives they're like you know 16 years old now yeah everything's digital which is great too i mean there's Fucking there's kids, pros and right? cons but sure. yeah I get it. Hopefully but, we're reaching the younger generation with the movies that shaped our childhood. Right. Maybe some people will go out and actually watch this fucking dirge of a movie. <laughs> but we'll see oh, no. There's happier It's parts. for sure worth watching, but we'll we'll get into it. I bet it. a lot of your clips in the, from the beginning are decently happy. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, here is where we meet Arthur. We were talking about Arthur. He's oh. <laughs> one of the only represented uh, African-American people in the film. I think he is the only one. Okay. Uh, there might be some people Simon playing pointed it bingo out. or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think. Were they allowed? to back I, then I don't, I don't think so what is uh, 1972 right is when we're dealing with that's when yeah the little placard that came up on the film right at the beginning it was like what i don't know where they even are like massachusetts 1972 yeah. or some shit i don't know i don't know but simon's is, like yeah this is a super white movie yeah for yeah. sure oh for sure it's very whitewashed <laughs> yeah. yeah content even there's really no i mean the the most racy thing they do is go play bingo like I mean, oh yeah on. Like live a little, man. Well, and sure. we talked about how she she uses the R word. Yeah, she goes full retard. Yeah, oh, full on. Yeah. Don't and, a- no, so that was extra funny because last night I watched The Ringer again yeah. for the for the first time since oh. I was like in third grade. Such a great movie, and I was like, this got made. And yeah. the whole like point of the movie is he's like. Like at some point he turns around after all these awful jokes about the whole situation, and then he's like, "Wait, no, these guys are my friends." Yeah. Like, oh, that makes it okay. Oh, right. that makes it all okay. When the fuck do we get ice cream? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's such a great movie. All right, uh, here's Arthur. She had already told her dad, and her dad didn't even respond. Not at all. I like to buy up all the railroads. When he says Veda, like, sternly to her, and she says Dad, like, she's very wanting him to, like, focus and recognize. I mean, the cannula. There he was, just a-walking down the street, singing She gets a lot of mileage out of this song in this movie. Yeah, Yeah, it's, like, her go-to. Oh, yeah. Right there, when she says, Dad, she's like, ooh, he wants to talk to me? Yeah. I'm embalming my high school teacher. Don't Don't sing. Um, the screenwriter, uh, Larice Elway, Elwaney. Um, anyway, whatever. I'm bad. Sorry. Names. Um, <laughs> if said, you're listening, you can email us with the <laughs> phonetic pronunciation. Um, said, and the thing is, uh, Larice, I, I'm assuming it's a chick. Um, but she said, uh, that it was the screenplay was inspired by a, a childhood friend that lived in a funeral home. Okay. And I'm not going to lie. Like I kind of wish I lived in a funeral home, <laughs> like six feet under this, like, I don't know. It's Everything just, that Christina Ricci's ever made. Right. Pretty much always. <laughs> well, yeah, she, in she sleeps in a coffin. Of, yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I am. Um, but yeah. So I, do you know anybody that has lived in a funeral home no. or been a funeral director or an embalmer or medical examiner? No, I mean, I've heard it's mm-hmm. a decent, uh, decent job. You know what I mean? Like it's in demand and it makes a lot of money. But yeah, you know, I don't know. And they uh, don't. And the customers don't complain. Based on this clip, though, I did want to ask you guys, what's your monopoly strategy? Like to not you, play okay. <laughs> <laughs> any more i don't know get a bunch of hotels who knows yes. yeah i just buy up everything like you gotta i go for the orange ones man you go for the orange properties and i did set. see like a percentage chart of what <laughs> the like the actual strategy for monopoly should be and uh makes it not fun 
Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> um, Matt is a very serious build, monopoly Because player. you have to build uh, in order. Like, you can't just go straight to a hotel. Right, right? you have to pay need, for all the houses. You need to have the houses available for you to, you know, whatever. Right. So you got to take up as much property as you can well, see, that's and my, waste that's my all of yeah. those houses. Yeah. If you take up Never all the houses. Never buy a hotel because no. it gives people houses. Yeah. yeah, it lets them buy the houses back. Fuck that. You get up to four houses on the orange properties. And then just hope to sneak it through, man. I learned this like not even a couple months ago that no, like wait, you can get more houses if they run a house. No, there's just a set amount of yeah, houses, no. and you can just be a dick. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's monopoly. Awesome. Hoard the houses. You but heard then, it here, people. But that's the thing, though, is like uh, my friend Brandon actually told me um, that but, it was designed because it was supposed to show the the dangers of capitalism, like that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And then boom. Yeah, you cornered the <laughs> yeah. market on like shitty like subpar housing yeah and you just like this is all you guys get you get <laughs> yeah four green this is the buildings. amazon corner and if you <laughs> yeah. land here you're fucked yes you're yeah. absolutely <laughs> fucked yeah all right i just figured you know why not throw that in there they're oh, talking sure. about monopoly who gives a yeah shit? i okay. like it uh we get uh so jamie lee curtis plays shelly mm-hmm. uh, i forget what her last name is we they say it here in uh in this clip as well but uh we uh we get her where is this in the lineup do you know of her between like True Lies or like all oh, of the slasher films she was in. It's way after the slasher. It's way it's after Trading Spaces, okay. which her and Ackroyd were in together. Great um, movie, by the way. It's before True Lies for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um. So it's kind of she's in the mix though. She's yeah. like a, she's an important staple in like Hollywood. Like people Absolutely. know who she is. And what's I going mean, on. she's way out of Dan Aykroyd's league <laughs> at sure. this point. Yeah. I don't like how she kept looking to the camera saying, "I get my inspiration from Activia yogurt." <laughs> <laughs> Just, it, it took me out of it a little yeah. bit. Talked about sure. being regular, you yeah. know. <laughs> That's why she didn't care about uh, the bathroom and the camper. Oh yeah, she's like, that's never <laughs> been a problem yeah, for no, me. I'm right didn't you say you needed prunes real <laughs> bad? Yeah. That's where oh, it all man. stemmed from, right there. Oh yeah, because like, I know he's for me now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Shelley Devoto. We spoke the well, other day. When you're coming back from what's his name, Danny? Uh-huh. I mean. Yeah, Dan he Aykroyd's was not probably, good looking either. He's probably a step up. He took horrible shits. I'm a licensed cosmetologist. I worked for two years at the Dino Raphael Salon. All my customers cried when I told them I was leaving. They were both business owners, though. Uh, Mr. Voto. I have a wonderful like disposition. A... Yeah, that's true. I put people right at ease. Uh, Mr. Voto, these people are already at ease. <laughs> this is not a beauty parlor. It's a funeral parlor. They're dead? <laughs> yes, they are. I mean, the fact that she stays... Deceased. Yeah. And then she just is like a predator almost. <laughs> Do you feel like she Excuse looked me, around this place and like realized that she was needed? Maybe. Like the mom comes or the grandma comes wandering out and she's like, she's shy. And then mm-hmm. like the kid clearly has issues. To me, it's more of like, a, I have nowhere else to yeah. go. Yes. I parked here and this is where I live. I now. 100% believe that. She For had sure. a goal and she's like, nope, I'm here. This clearly was happening. pissed when Danny showed up. Yeah. So. yeah. And yeah. And she says shit there. And Dan Aykroyd says, oh, Dan, my when Veda slams into the back of his heel with the cart. Yes, that is the most mad my mom ever got at me. <laughs> was when we would hit her in the in like Achilles tendon with For the sure. cart, and she she'd turn around and she'd talk through her teeth. <laughs> she'd be like, "Stop running into me," yeah. you know, and like, yeah, it was like the threat of death, and she couldn't like smack you around or anything because there were people watching. <laughs> As long as you just you just yell flat tire and then move on about your day. <laughs> flat tire. But Dan Aykroyd's like, God damn. It. I mean, he really gets after Vado, which 
Honestly, back then, I think that's just that was pretty par for the course. He seems yeah. pretty tame for a '70s dad. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I feel like he's almost very like in tune with being. You know, he called her sweetie. And well, he, but he's just super disconnected. Like he can't. Yeah, be he had everything angry with yeah. her because he just doesn't care what she's doing anyway. He had everything except for emotional intelligence. Well, <laughs> not even intelligence, just like the w- openness, vulnerability. Yeah. yeah. Talk to his daughter. Speaking of intelligence, you can tell through the dialogue that she's super well read. You know, she talks yeah. about reading. And she has a, a, an amazing vernacular for just everything, which makes it, as an adult watching this, way better yeah. for me. Yeah, you can get the the depth of her conversation, yes. or like that that she really understands the shit that's happening to her while yes. she's in it. And she know. even says, "I only hang out with people I find intellectually stimulating." <laughs> yes, and that and I love J. that. It gives Thomas smile. a little pump in <laughs> his step. Yeah. Oh, can we just talk for a second about the reactions, like the facial expressions that Macaulay Culkin has? Yeah. Uh, when they think different things happen that make him happy when she's like have you ever kissed anybody and he's like trying to not smile and he's like you mean like on tv yeah <laughs> i'm just like oh this makes the moment so much better For sure they yeah. were incredible i i really enjoyed their chemistry together yes. i thought it was really it wasn't put on like it happens in a lot of films uh-huh. especially with younger actors they're just like they just push him out on screen right. and say do what you're supposed to do and then go home and <laughs> Let your parents cash all your checks or whatever. But um, <laughs> yeah, this one seemed legit, genuine. Mm-hmm. And I thought that um, Veda with her facial expressions were great. Like the pauses she took between words were like, this makes it seem like you're talking. It's not yes. like you're reading out of a script and it's great. Like, it I was. It. Yeah. And but in a way, again, it's almost disheartening to know that 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 her in real life that she, and obviously she's doing great now yeah. so it's it's not like she's but her level of understanding yes. of that situation was, and yeah, yeah. And, and it makes me sad that she isn't in more stuff or yeah. wasn't in more stuff she, she when did she was come younger back. she had a bit mm-hmm. of a yeah she was in the show veep i don't know if you watched that she was a main character in that show klumskissance when a renaissance when they come back. i don't know anna klumski <laughs> i don't know an anaissance no. <laughs> Um, no, she's done quite a bit of acting. She I feel like having the name Klumsky was probably a tough go. Like that's probably what Maybe. stopped her from getting a lot of work. You know, I don't know. I I don't know because <laughs> the fact that she can be that cute when her teeth are so fucking huge, <laughs> nice. that is like the worst age for a kid yeah. when their baby teeth fall out and then their big teeth come in oh, but yeah. their head hasn't grown into it yet. Sure. They look like uh, like video game tiles that haven't rendered yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. It's loading. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> These teeth will be ready when your computer warms up. <laughs> that's so true. Right, and yeah. that's the sad thing is like, I know like my kid's going to start losing her teeth in the next couple of years mm-hmm. and then she's just going to be fucked up. <laughs> and so like I look at her pictures now, but school pictures soon are just going to be jacked. Yeah. Mine's got braces right now mm-hmm. and we've got the pictures of her before she lost her baby teeth. Yeah. Like, Does this come back? Like, is this gonna, <laughs> will these braces work to get this back to that point? Because that's what we want. Uh, all right, let's meet Mr. Bixler. That's the uh, teacher down the street, the English teacher, yes. the guy who's convinced her that she should be a writer. Griffin Dunn. Or, yeah. That's Mr. Bixler. He's smoking hot. Oh, yeah? Oh, oh yeah. He seems a little mousy. I don't know. No, I love him. I can see it. Especially being a poet. Are you kidding me? Really? That Sexy. matters? Okay. Sexy man. What about the what about Justin? Is that the the other guy in the group? Oh my god, he's my favorite nice. of the whole movie. <laughs> right. I do love him. Here's where she, I'm so weirdly attracted to Justin. It's strange. What about you, Thomas? A lot of music back in this movie too. Mm-hmm. A lot of music playing all the time. Mr. Bixler, how come you're painting this old house? Well, I just bought it. Now I'm fixing it up. This one big house for one single person. Well, you never can tell. 
I might get a pet. You should have just told her then. How are yeah. you going to get the money to pay for this old house? And this is absolutely working? an interrogation. Well, like, I'm going to teach creative writing this summer. Like, fucking so. lay off me, dude. Like, what do you get for that? Some work. How much does it cost? $35. What do you get for that? <laughs> me, two hours a week, talking about poetry. Lady Boner. She's ready. She's ready. Right. No. Lita's a little thirsty, too. Well, I guess I'll go home and finish off War and Peace. Well, it's humble summer. brag. Yeah. <laughs> Please, go play. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Mr. Bixler. Yeah, I think he is super hot. Um, Justin is, um, I, I looked it up on my phone because I wanted to look into him. What else he's done? Tom yeah. Villard, yeah, which honestly, he hasn't done anything like okay. super incredible. I mean, is he's he done, the hippie guy? Yes, yeah, okay. and he's done a lot of stuff, but it's not anything, I mean, little parts here and there. But in, in 1991, which is the same year that this came out, he played a hippie in another movie, and the movie title is just whore. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Like literally, if you Google him, we can uh, here. Let's get a taste of Rhonda and, uh, and Justin. Justin. Flesh all a mesh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rhonda is I creepy. With my boyfriend the other day, and I wrote a few. She, I just want to. I want to wash her. Like I want to wash. Her, I want to wash her <laughs> armpits. Me, she definitely seems like the Woodstock type. Yeah, so, yeah. Cold, I bet she smells dark bad. Night. Or like As oak. Just eyes, you know something earthy. I, know right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. To Maybe. To feel. Like, I feel like I need to clean my ears out right now. Flesh all a mesh. All a mesh. Flesh all a mesh. Needed it twice. Yeah. <laughs> I can't fight it. There's no point. I wake up and slide a joint. Yeah. Uh, how about? I know. Even while he, she's reading it, he like swallows. Yeah. You can see his Adam's apple. So we'll get that in a second. But, um,. That normally that clip I had I took out a majority of her pauses between mm-hmm. her little limerick phrases or whatever, and uh, it was about twice as long as oh, that. Yeah. So uh-huh. I was like, this is too much. <laughs> I wrote a poem too. Oh, Didn't need to take anything out of this. So wow, own her, just <laughs> get her. <laughs> it tastes good when days are hot. Her mom's dead, by the way. Vanilla chocolate Rocky Road, even with pie, No. Teacher goes right after her too. Teacher's like, it rhymes, oh, yeah. which I guess. Flesh all a mesh or rocky road. See, Justin just gets it's it. <laughs> it's about desire. desire. I, I it's very sweet, had a pad of notes, and, and I definitely took a note of the gas station attendant guy who threatens to hit the woman who yes. gives him one joke. Not even a criticism. Maybe she was out of town. He winds up at yeah. her. <laughs> I know. He goes to give her a good backhand. Man. It's this guy here. Song for you to hear. I painted a picture for you to see. I picked a rose for you to smell. Yeah, and the fact that this guy's in a fucking creative writing right. class. It's what like did it's he do? court order. Yeah. <laughs> it was either this or community you service. Not my picture. You did not smell my rose and you did not touch my grass. He's already amped up. He's ready for the stage. <laughs> right there. Right, yeah. yeah, right there. He about, about took her head off. We toil in unrewarded obscurity. Now, just, I hear judgment. From Let's who? Let's not forget the part about the open heart. Who does he hear judgment yeah. from? Yeah. Like he know. was saying, no, it's it's a poem about futility and yeah, yeah. Like wallowing in the Yeah. What he gets it. This fucking teacher, I don't I don't know if I'd pay him thirty five dollars for anything. Really. <laughs> I would pay thirty five dollars just to look at him because he's <laughs> yummy. I mean I can get you some sweet pictures for thirty five bucks, so I'll be Well, I mean I I wanna actually watch him well, read right. poetry. But Green that's sort of a Patreon kind of thing. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's, <laughs> you can get it's that on free Fiverr or yeah. whatever. What's yeah. the other cameo? You can just yeah, have him read something on cameo for you. Um, so um, 
Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, and Steve Martin were all considered for Harry. Okay. I think that Bill, um, Bill Murray would have been horrible. Yes. Um, but I yes. do think that Chevy Chase... He, Having to have any kind of a relationship with a child would have been a bad start for I completely Bill agree. Murray. Yeah. Um, Chevy Chase, I think he would have done a good job. They were they were worried because he hadn't done enough serious acting. And then Steve Martin would have been fantastic. Okay, yeah. I think that it would have been funnier, probably. I yeah. think that Steve Martin's funnier than... Um, do you, are you familiar? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Steve Martin, I would 100% have rather had than Dan Aykroyd, if that's <laughs> if that's what you're talking about. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. And I think that Steve Martin is better looking, and he has more, like, charisma. That, uh, you're telling uh, me Steve Martin's better looking than Dan Aykroyd, that yes. hot, sweaty man? <laughs> that hot, puffy okay. man? So, Dan Aykroyd is in Nothing But Trouble, and they, they exacerbate the fact that his nose looks like a dick in Nothing But Trouble, yes. and yeah. ever since then, his nose actually looks like a dick. <laughs> Like just that's just his nose, and I'm pretty sure that they were like, okay, he's been made fun of. How he gets booked, man? Yeah, got that nose dick. You know what I'm saying? And he had his moments. Doesn't want to go Jennifer Gray and get it fixed, then nobody calls. When he punched Danny, and he like that moment was sexy. You know, like he (laughs) had when he you know took care of his woman or whatever. Like I felt like that. Like he had moments of like suaveness, I guess. But other than that, I was like, yeah, no, there's no way for sure. Which again, I don't. I mean, this movie wasn't about them being like sexy people it's just about them being like a broken family which i think they pulled off yeah you know what i mean if it had been too showy i think it would have mattered oh, yeah. like it would have it would have been a drag on the film like it yeah. would have been like why are we watching this oh, beautiful yeah. people have problems it's like um the, i can't think of the name of the movie with ben affleck and Liv tyler and he's like his it's similar his wife it, jennifer lopez is his wife and she dies um giving birth and and then ben affleck's like single for like 10 years and I'm like yeah. when, in what fucking world is Ben Affleck single because I don't care that he's fucking sweeping the streets George Carlin is his dad yeah like, I remember fantastic. this yeah I feel like it's like not the good girl it's something like that um, but anyways yeah this is more believable I believe that Dan Aykroyd didn't have a date for ages because yeah <laughs> um, so Elijah Wood was considered for the role of Thomas J which I think he would have done a fantastic job um, but because of the huge popularity of Home Alone um, who was ni- this you said uh, Elijah Wood oh okay and and then Macaulay Culkin and, and Elijah Wood were in The Good Son the together Good Son, yep, which sure. is fucking creepy oh my gosh it's so creepy Jersey Girl Jersey yeah, Girl thank the- you very much yeah. I said Good Girl it was eh, whatever enough. Gone Girl he was in that right yeah, for sure he did a lot of girl movies <laughs> Um, but Home Alone was so popular in 1990. Macaulay Culkin was like bankable. They're like, he's going to make us some money. Um, and, but and then um, Charlie Corsmo, uh, remember yes, from yeah, Hook? For sure. Yeah, he actually was. Hook and can't hardly wait. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of fucked up teeth. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, he was offered the the role, but he decided to do Hook because it was Steven Spielberg, which I mean, his career didn't really do anything, so, yeah. but whatevs, yeah. Well, he, I mean, yeah, he didn't do anything until Can't Hardly Wait. Like, it was right. just a sea of nothing. It was, it was nothing, yeah. yeah for like and 10 then, years. And, he was just, and then he went to, um, like, uh, he's a lawyer now, right? Like, didn't he go, to, he either went to, like, medical school or something. some sort of law, f- I don't know. I, don't, I hope that he is successful financially because he's just an ugly, <laughs> ugly man. <laughs> yeah, this, I mean, yeah, welcome to this, yeah. Drag I, the we, children. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. We generally, add, well, we don't anymore as much. We've gotten away from that, but like who's hot in this movie? Because a lot of these movies we've been dealing with lately. Oh, you not- picked a good one <laughs> for, a, for a beauty contest. For a real hottie in this one. I mean, one, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is amazing. For sure. Like, she, like, she's just, everything she wears and the way that she looks is just so <laughs> awesome. And, and also, um, 
the Justin guy is semi cute, and so is uh, Mr. Bixler. Yeah. So we got some good looking peeps. Yeah, flesh uh, all the mesh. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, okay, so here's when uh, Shelly realizes she's in a madhouse. <laughs> oh my God, this is the worst. I was hoping you weren't going to cut this clip. Oh, she's just There's just so much data. going yes. on. Yes. Oh. You've got a body in your room. I've got a body in my room. I know. The, the house was just littered with bodies. Oh, that's what I, I was wondering what the old lady was doing. I don't know if she was like doing Sudoku or something. I can't remember. That's how we bought that new Cadillac. I had a body in my bedroom. You had a body in your bedroom. Jesus Christ. It's just madness. That's why I was like, please, God, don't pull this clip. As I'm watching it, I'm like, this is too much for me. It's very difficult. This is, I pulled this clip and I labeled it as double foreshadowing. Which okay. we, we talked about. Yeah. But in this one little sentence here, we've got, or like this one little exchange, we get double foreshadowing. I only surround myself with people who I find intellectually stimulating. Want a piece of chocolate? Thomas J. We're going to really set this table of allergic here. Mm. He's allergic to everything. Chocolate? To everything. everything. Ooh, it's a pretty ring you're wearing. And the ring. Okay, mm-hmm. this ring's going to matter. It's going to come back mm-hmm. later. is black. It's only black when you're around because you put me in a bad mood. See, that's just the cutest exchange. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. When she's yeah. like, I, maybe I should go yell at him. Oh my God, know? I wanted to cry. I was like, you can't, you can't, <laughs> and that's Beta. He, oh, and when Dan Aykroyd starts crying, I think that's when I started crying. Sure, when yeah. he's like, there were just too many of them. And he, I, oh, that was tough. Yeah. yeah. I do have a clip of that, but we're going to wait and play those toward the end. That's fine. <laughs> Um, we're Speaking probably, of waiting toward the end, I was going to yeah. say, we're probably getting close to our break time. Yeah, let's take our little break here. But before we do, we have an activity that we play with all of the guests before we get to that point, And it requires a theme song that is back here in this other... Well, just so you know, um, Anna uh, Klumsky is an extra in Uncle Buck. Did we know that when we did Uncle Buck? I did not know that. Um, so she's in that. And um, her and Macaulay Culkin had 15 takes of their kissing scene. Oh, fun. So they mm. got to kiss 15 times. Look at that. And they're right. adorbs. <laughs> so here is the uh, the theme song for the little activity we're about to play. Sweet. Chop this, chop this synopsis. <laughs> chop this synopsis. <laughs> chop this, chop this synopsis. All right. It is time for us to play <laughs> Chop, chop this, this Synopsis. synopsis. Uh, it's a little activity that we like to play with all of our guests where we take uh, we have you take the synopsis of this film of my girl and we would like for you to chop it down to 10 words or less. Okay. So you got to explain this film all in <laughs> 10 words or less, uh, like what you'd read on the back of a DVD or if you'd go to click on it, you know what it's going to hook people in. Right? I already have it. You'll get the break to figure it out. So you'll have a few if you need to. And I got to pee. So update. we for sure have to okay. take a break. <laughs> OK. And then uh, when we come back from the break, we will have your. Uh, Answer to chop the synopsis. Phenomenal. And we will be right back after, after these, these messages. messages. After these messages. <laughs> Jamie, I need you to keep the dogs quiet. I'm recording a commercial for the Elemental Podcast. So can you keep them quiet during this recording of my commercial for the Elemental Podcast? I mean, I know the dogs bark a whole lot when we actually record the podcast on Mondays and Thursdays and during the Patreon on Saturdays. But during the commercial, we need the recording to be dog bark free. Can you do that for me, Jamie? 
Can you keep the dogs quiet during the recording of this commercial for the Elemental Podcast that people can listen to every Monday and Thursday and the Patreon on Saturday? Can you do that for me, Jamie? Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it. Hey, I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and this, this better, better be good. good. You know what it is. It's the weekly podcast where Garrett and myself, two professional comedians, review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it. And this is an ad for our podcast. It is true. You can find our podcast on all podcasting platforms. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. It's Stitcher. everywhere. Except for SoundCloud, because fuck SoundCloud. That's what we used to use, and now we use Anchor. Anchor's fantastic. You guys should check it out. It's true. Um, if you like movies and you like funny anecdotes, and we also talk about movie news, and we've got witty, great banter, download our podcast now. If you listen to this podcast, odds are pretty good you'll like our podcast. It's true. We're incredibly funny, incredibly witty. I love Mike a whole lot. I don't know if he loves me as much as I love him. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, download our podcast wherever you uh, listen to podcasts, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Hey, I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and that, that was, was an good. ad. Oh, okay. Well, that was clever. Yeah, well. Chop this, chop this, synopsis. And, and we're, we're back. back. All, All right. right. Go, go listen to those things. Yeah, go do that. Uh, you probably heard a new-ish ad Ooh, that we've yeah. got on there from the folks over at uh, Almost Almost Adequate, Adequate yeah. We just had uh, Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. I don't know if he likes Nate or Nathan. I believe he goes by Nathan on the podcast. Yeah. So I figure oh. it's the safest He referred bet. to himself as Nate a couple of times. So uh. I was like, oh, Nate. But whatevs. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, go, so go listen, listen to, them. to them. Yeah, they were great. He was a good uh, guest. And maybe they'll be back on with the full uh, ensemble. Fun. So. <laughs> we have to get more mics. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, we are back from the break. And that means, Simon, it is time for us, uh, for you to regale us with your 10 word or less synopsis. Of the movie <laughs> My Girl. All right. So I suppose it would be death from everywhere, even bees. <laughs> <laughs> In a world. Yeah, that's even bees. For sure, yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, I'd watch that movie, I think. Yeah. If I, I saw that scrolling I, by. I would, well, I don't know if I would watch it, but I'd be very confused for the first <laughs> yeah. two, for the first two thirds of it. Yeah, You'd be sure. like, bees, what the hell? <laughs> what? And then at the end, I'd be like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, there it is. Wow. There's the bees. More foreshadowing. Got so me again. <laughs> As I'm blubbering. I mean, when I watched this movie, I I texted Matt and I was like, fuck. You. Actually, I think I said, Jesus fucking Christ. I was yeah, a yeah. mess. My husband and daughter were at gymnastics. Thank God. Because if she would have saw me, she would have thought something horrible. Like I had been like horribly <laughs> Got some bad news or something. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's it internal was, bleeding. <laughs> I could not stop blubbering. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I could not breathe. It was I, so bad. I was watching this with Lexi. Yeah. Oh, did was, she watch the whole thing? Um, I don't know. But she was watching it during this like the shit part of the yeah. movie at the end. And like she ba- she just comes over and like gives me a hug. She's like, I get it. Like she, does, she doesn't understand why. It, well, like, but she's getting it now, though. Yeah. Like she's under like she'll get teared up at things, too, mm-hmm. which I feel like is it's great. Way earlier than I did when I was starting to react like, to yes, things. My kid's not a but, psycho. Well, I just like <laughs> you can like you can talk about shit on like a deeper level mm-hmm. when they understand what the hell's going on. Yeah. Know? And it's great. It was a good time. So my, um, my daughter's five and she won't let my husband and I watch the TV. If someone kisses. Yeah. And yeah. she's too. The same. She's like, stop looking, stop looking at the TV. <laughs> like if she knows it's coming, she'd be like, don't look. And she'd she be tells like, you to stop yeah. looking. That's great. She's like, don't look. And then she'll be like, daddy, you looked. And he's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> she'll pick up the remote. Like, let me find a suitable channel for you guys. <laughs> It's, I think yeah. she just can't deal with the fact it's embarrassing for her, yeah. which is crazy. Well, I can relate to that. No, like do the embarrassment that anybody will 
anything's going on like that. Yeah. Oh, I, I can relate to that. Like she's feeling that emotion and she doesn't want us to know For that sure. she's feeling that emotion. Oh, yeah. Did I you know, ever, very uh, strange. Do you remember like the first time you watched uh, a movie that had like nudity in it with your parents around? Has that happened? That was, um, that was a huge source of anxiety in my childhood because I was so embarrassed okay. just to be around that, that while my hilarious. parents. But Were you an only child or multiple? Youngest or? of four. Okay. All right. Um, couldn't tell you what, what all the problems are, but <laughs> I will say uh, an interesting thing is so... My, my parents were always, they were always like, uh, well, I was the youngest, so I would have to hang out with them on, you know, like a Friday night when I was, you know, in elementary school or something like that. Straight pimping. Exactly. You know, just, yeah. you know yep. Picking it up. <laughs> and uh, so they'd go get, they'd go rent a movie and like sideways or something, something graphic. Yeah. Sure. I don't, I don't remember anything about the movie, but there's some graphic scenes in it. Yeah. And I remember the hand coming right over my face. You know, that's, that was their move is just cover my eyes. Okay. And then the movie 300 comes out. Oh, so good. I'm in fifth grade. My dad doesn't go to movies. Uh-huh. And he's like, we're going to this one as a family. Because oh, he is good. excited for yeah. that movie. Does he like like the Persian stuff? And I, no, like he just the... likes cool movies. Like just fun action movies. Yeah. And that was like a generationally cool movie at yeah. the time. And oh my so gosh, so many abs. The, <laughs> so I bring this up because obviously that movie's pretty graphic. And I knew it was graphic. And I knew I was going to be just a mess anxiety wise just like mom there's I, I there's rem- boobies I remember taking out the Grand Rapids press when they still put the movie times in <laughs> I cert I like brought up the show times and I, sh- I saw the synopsis of 300 I was like mom look it says graphic nudity it says suggestive <laughs> content I was trying to ruin my chances of see- most kids my age would have been like oh yeah we're gonna see some boobies yeah, yeah. make sure they don't see the synopsis so we can yeah. sneak into no, this so tit film to no. me yeah that was I was totally terrified of that so. oh my gosh I remember like sneaking when we're watching stuff because I would pretend to hide but right. like look from under the covers right. and shit like I wanted to know what was going on but I wanted them to think that I didn't care yeah. still or that I thought it was gross sort of like a normal kid right? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I remember um, in Dusk Till Dawn the vamp- the vampire yep. movie and um, Julia Lewis Louis Julia Lewis Juliet Lewis yeah oh um, no yeah like um, Quentin Tarantino has like some sort of like image of her and she's like will you eat my pussy for me <laughs> and my stepdad looks at me and he's like what'd she say and i'm like i'm not repeating it and i just walked out of the room nice. and i was just i remember being so embarrassed like because i had already seen it i actually rented it myself right yeah and then he watched it and he was like uh yeah you're not renting movies <laughs> anymore but like getting trapped in a movie theater has got to be way worse. Like, um, my stepsisters and I like your went parents and saw, don't want you to leave because they paid money yeah. for you to be there. But they're like, eh, yeah, they knew what was we, yeah. we, we went and saw leaving Las Vegas okay. when we were like 11 or 12 <laughs> back at M89 cinema when they didn't they'd let you in. Yeah, for sure. And um, it was just it was Nicolas Cage and Elizabeth Shue and she was a prostitute and he was an alcoholic. And there's just like rape scenes and like all this stuff. Cool. And like, but the people like it was awkward for us like we liked the movie but we were like we could hear people being like why are these kids in here this yeah. is so awkward huh. so anyway yeah that happened you guys want to hear something else awkward yeah <laughs> cool oh yeah when the ball gets when she gets locked in that room I thought she did a great job though yes like they had a really Pulled My off ball. anxious yeah. real, real well. My ball. Uh, uh, My ball. Thanks, Jamie Lee Curtis, for going to get the ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey. um, do we want to talk about ages? 
is we can let me do or this clip real fast budget it's uh this is where shelly does whore makeup which i thought was uh-huh. hilarious yes oh, yeah. it's so great didn't i give you a picture of what you looked like yeah. love the song too I don't like it this was the reverend this Porter. was in yeah. uh, kingpin too You're looking like a two dollar hooker i think she looks nice her lips are very thin so I used the what would a two dollar hooker be with inflation from 1972? I know, right? I thought the same thing. <laughs> and I want to know why she wanted to make her lips sensual if she's a dead body. I'm sorry, nobody wears this hairdo anymore in 1972. <laughs> she did. This photo was taken a month ago at the church food drive. I just wanted to get past this old school marm image. <laughs> that wasn't an image. She was an old school marm. Fix it. Ooh. Yeah. Fix it. Mess with the bull. Get the horns. <laughs> you get the acroids. That's true. <laughs> right, he we, is crazy, by the way. Uh, yeah. oh, okay. he, he believes in like aliens and. I mean, is that crazy? Time though? travel and like. Mm. I don't think it's crazy. crystal Did, skull nonsense. Was this pre or post Ghostbusters that well, he was all messed whole, up? No, it was pre. I think it all his, grew from like that same. He got family, slimed, and it was never the same. For sure. His yeah. family has always been into the supernatural. Yeah. So that was what drew him to want to do Ghostbusters. And he's like borderline like conspiracy theory type though. Like it's it's real crazy. He can get into some deep uh, deep deep conversations about <laughs> weird crystal skulls and shit. Damn and then right. he has that. Uh, I think he has vodka or something that he sells too, and huh. it's all so like he markets it in those weird crystal skulls it's got some i don't know he's weird he's a fucking lunatic <laughs> he's amazing why don't we do um budget let's do that of course that's gonna have its own damn theme song and that's over here in the other app as well because i'm bad at planning ahead for things <laughs> oh the strawberry is not good no. oh no Can't i mean i'm still gonna drink it but there it is um just for Jesus our Christ. listeners um i am giving up beer for lent oh um so so you've gone to the <laughs> this seltzer makes it, this is so different now so i'm drinking bud light seltzer and they've been good so far the black cherry and the lime were good i just i was excited about the strawberry um I, i'm still gonna drink it but it's not a, as as strawberry e <laughs> sure as i was hoping are you a nice. white claw connoisseur then no, I mean, I like White Claw. Well, I mean, I how do you compare? I just want to know. Oh, this is so much better. Well, I was going to say, because the White Claw, to me, they can, they, they feel kind of syrupy. They don't ha- well, this one has more flavor. Okay. Um, And I think it also has more alcohol, which, yeah, woohoo, you know, and they're only 100 calories. So what you're saying is you're dr- you're giving up drinking out of bottles, then basically. Like, you're just, you're <laughs> no. still going to drink, you're just drinking it out of cans and it's more aerated? Well, that- no, I'm giving, I'm actually going to be doing a sugar detox. Okay. And so... I'm preparing for when that's when I'm done with this 40, <laughs> 40 days okay. of no beer, which is a huge like that's huge for me. I, I feel like I'm going to lose 20 pounds because I drink so much beer um, and I drink Bud Light because I'm trash. But that technically, way. this is like I'm not going to drink any soda. So I'm just going to drink diet soda instead. I mean, I that's mean kind of. Doing. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Baby steps. <laughs> sure. You know, okay. support me, fucker. I, you know, I, we're all here for it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, once it's over, I'm going to do a 10 day sugar detox. OK. But if I did that now, I'm pretty sure that. I would be like, but that's like you're I gonna would, do no I sugar, would, but you're only gonna do like the mini size candy bars. Is that the no, <laughs> no, I'm gonna steps, do no you know? sugar. But if I if I were to not have any sugar for the next ten days with how much beer I drink on a normal day to day basis, I'm pretty sure I would be sick. Yeah, you just pass out. And, so I yeah. yeah. So for the next forty days, I'm going to dwindle it. The down. seltzer. Yeah. Well, and there's still sugar in this because yeah. it's alcohol. Sure. But I'm I'm going to dwindle it down. So. Well, now that we've all had our science Hey, uh, you know, I think it's important for them to get to know me. <laughs> for sure. So, and we talked about wiping in the last one. We're yeah, talking we about drinking sugar. <laughs> and I missed a barn burner. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, oh. 
So yeah, just uh, keep everybody up to date. You can. Uh, this will be your accountability for that. Well, that's so, kind yeah. of how I feel. I I am. I know I'm going to do it. I quit right. smoking cigarettes six months ago, and I I'm smoking my e cig. But what else? Sure, it's baby I, steps. It's baby steps. <laughs> you know. All right, let's do this next thing. Right. We're doing uh, box office, right? Reduction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Box office theme song. <laughs> That's it. Just Stu McAllister. Nice. Same. I didn't recognize that. <laughs> Greatest of all time. All right. All right. So Matt doesn't know the answer to this either. Um, but Simon, how much do you think in 1991 it cost to make this movie? Oh, man. Uh, $5 million. Okay. I'm going to say that's low. I think Culkin was coming off of Home Alone. Aykroyd was an actual person. Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> was... <laughs> Was uh, was was big at that time still too. So those were all probably pretty good gets. This movie's filled with music, so they had to pay for that too. Not a lot of shitty like product placement stuff going on. So I'm guessing this was going to be somewhere in the mid teens to like 20 million somewhere in that area. You're right, 17 million. Hey, wow. yeah, wow. that was a good guess. Yeah, I'll take it. And I, the cast was super small. There yeah. were a lot of cast members, sure. but and the they probably ones... got Justin and what's her fuck for like 12 bucks a day <laughs> yeah. or whatever. I mean, smokes. He, he was just coming off of horror <laughs> for sure. So yeah. He... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, if I had a nickel, it's <laughs> just coming off of horror. <laughs> um, okay, how much do you? I would have no money. <laughs> just saying. Just so you know. Would... Um, Simon, how much do you think this movie has made worldwide gross up until recently? Recently. Oh gross. my gosh! Um, so gross. Ninety-eight million. Mm. Okay. They made a sequel, so I'm going to say this one pushed at least like fifty to sixty. But with the power of Macaulay Culkin, I'm going to say it's pushing it up. With the power of <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, <laughs> I'm going to say that's probably pretty close. How did you that. get through all that? I did it with the power <laughs> of Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> well, I guess I mean the only thing that'll thwart that is bees really I mean, <laughs> everyone's got to have their nemesis bees are my weakness <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute do you guys hear like, something do you hear something it's <laughs> like cake get those flowers away from it's me just, is that your phone that? vibrating or is that bees <laughs> constantly nervous oh about everything would you like honey in your tea fuck no fuck no no <laughs> <laughs> but i've heard that uh, eating honey can cause certain immunities so get it away from me fuck you i only use ballistics chapstick <laughs> Only blistex. No Burt's Bees for me. <laughs> the power um, of Culkin compels you. Right. Okay. The power um, of Culkin compels you. Oh, All right. What are we at? What's um, happening? Okay. So you were pr- pretty much spot on. It was 59.5 million. Okay. So I when you said it 60. Snuck up yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, You're yeah. good at the it, budget stuff, Matt. Well, yeah, we, dude, <laughs> it I took mean, a minute. Two years. We've, <laughs> yeah. This is what, like our 90th episode. I used so. to be like, I don't know. Movies cost what? Like six, seven dollars? <laughs> um, no, but... <laughs> he, he so I gotta says, talk through it though. Yes, and it's so frustrating. <laughs> which this time wasn't too bad. She's just like, "Give me a number." And yeah. Like, well, well, you're just like, "Well, the napkins probably cost yeah, this much." <laughs> or like, if sometimes she'll give us little hints about yeah. stuff. She'll be like, "The animatronics in this movie cost two million dollars by themselves." Wow. And so I'm over here going like, "Okay, so this one's like, <laughs> so we got to add two million for that, and then the guy to run those, and then all this." So the yeah. animatronics market in 1992 was <laughs> <laughs> extremely right. volatile. I've got like a chart over here, no one can see. <laughs> and that's the same thing with um uh, with ages too we've done so many like you can kind of be like well he was this you'd old. think i'd be better at this because i know we did home alone and it had macaulay culkin in it and i'm sh- i should yeah, be I aware for- yeah, yeah i forget always too so it's no biggie okay but um yeah so that was actually really good um you were that was the end of oh 
box office theme song. All right, cool. We did it. Now, are we moving on to the next one? Um, yeah. Do you guys? Um, we're gonna do ages. All right. We don't have a real. Or name. how old are you? Sure. Yeah. Uh, there it is. I was like, Jesus, where's this at? Okay, here we go. How There's a theme. <laughs> All right. Our podcast would be so much shorter. It would. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like people that listen every week like it, though. <laughs> it's a break from us just talking. <laughs> Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? When I'm 43. Oh, no. I guess my Beatles is off a little bit. <laughs> Don't you hear that when your Beatles are oh, off? A little bit. A little, little bit. bit. <laughs> but by the power of Culkin. <laughs> power of Culkin. <laughs> or Macaulay you. or yeah. whatever we said. I don't know. Okay. All right. So how old, um, and neither one of you know this, how old do you think Danny Aykroyd was in this movie when he made this movie? Um... Let's see, 1992. No, I'm just uh, probably <laughs> add some shit together for no reason. 42. Okay. I uh, yeah, I would say 40. 39. Okay. okay. Yeah. And then uh, Jamie overbid. It's it's, it's all good. <laughs> One dollar, Bob. Yeah. yeah, for sure. yeah. <laughs> um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, 37. She's got that sweet Activia body. <laughs> yep. On. I'm gonna yep. say she's. Yeah, she still looks amazing. I'm gonna say she's like in her early, like 32. Okay, 33. Oh, yeah. What is your deal? Yeah. What do you put in that water? <laughs> we usually do like a plus or minus one year. Yeah, so. We don't know when her birthday is. Yeah. Or... <laughs> All right. So Anna Klumsky and Macaulay Culkin are both the same. Oh, age. were they? Okay. Yeah. I wondered that. Which so. I wondered that too. Like she seems older, but she does. I, I think yeah. it's yeah. because her character's so much more mature than him. And I, I mean, don't they say that girls women are mature faster yeah. anyway? Then, yeah, girls yeah. I swear like a year older than boys at that age. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. All right, how I old? I mean, are you? they 11. talk about them being eleven. Yeah, I just don't know how true to life that actually is. She says she's eleven and a half, right? Right. So, yeah, so okay, so you guys eleven? Why? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm probably probably right in that area okay yeah. I'll go well, we'll give it we'll give it to simon <laughs> okay. because it they were 11 hey look cool. at that very cool um how old do you think and do you know how long they shot the film for did you happen i to don't know? okay i don't i know that i just wonder how long they'd be on set for something like this because i feel like children at that age are going to change significantly from i don't like, think this movie took that long to film like i mean it's a lot of dialogue but yeah. it's not like they had to to go through like different seasons or it, anything. yeah i don't think the the locations were were that grueling no <laughs> and it was probably summer so they didn't have to worry about school um okay so how how old do you think griffin dunn who played mr bixler was oh this is what we all want to know sure uh, oh so yummy oh god 36 okay if you get this right, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm thinking he was a little younger than that. I'm going to say probably 30. He was 36. Oh my. Oh, 36. Hey, nailed it. I, yeah. I almost got oh mad out of ah. like muscle memory. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys could have seen Simon right now, he like backed his chair oh my, up. Yeah. He's going to ready to flip the table. <laughs> yeah. If this wasn't on wheels, I would have flipped this chair. <laughs> my momentum. That is so funny. Fuck you. Fuck these cookies. And he, I'm out. And he won. Yeah. So like that's the best part is like he was pissed off until because he just assumed oh, yeah. he was losing. Oh yeah. Spot on. Okay. This is the last. That brings back your just perpetual anxiety. All the time. <laughs> For sure. For sure it does. Quick, show us your boobs, Matt. It all makes sense. <laughs> all right. Um. So the, I would, but that wasn't in the <laughs> synopsis. That wasn't in the lead up to the podcast. <laughs> right. Um. The, he didn't see it coming. Okay. The last one is Ann Nelson, who is Gramu. Oh wow. Grandma oh Sultanfuss, how old do you think she was when she was in You just saying the last name reminds me of something that I want to talk about after we're done with okay. this real quick, but yeah. How old was Grandma? You want me to go first? Yeah, please. Okay, uh, I'm going to say she was 
68. Okay. I'll go 75. 75. No shit. Let's go. Yes. And actually, sadly, rallying. she died <laughs> the year after this was made. Aw. Mm-hmm. Rips to Grandma. Rips. Yeah. Rips to Grandma. Grandma. <laughs> 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 Rips to Gramu Salt and Fuss. Yeah. Okay. So Salt and Fuss. Uh, I was going to ask you guys: Would that be a, a deal breaker if you had to like for you? Obviously, it's not as big of a deal. But if you had to change because I'm name, changing the yeah. But you could. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Would you change your name to Salt and Fuss for love? I would honestly consider it. Yeah. Because it's funny. <laughs> for sure. Like, salt and Fuss. I also love. So Simon, I like that you've bringing Simon Salt. Simon Salt and Fuss. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like Veruca Salt or something. Yeah. It's just a hell of a stage name. Well, that's like Danny when he's like, oh, tough break, kid. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. He comes up there and he just shits all over her name. And she's like, I like my name. And I was like, yeah, you do. That's Veda isn't a fantastic name. I think. Doth Veda. No, I actually like that as a girl's name. Veda. That's pretty sweet. Sure. I like it too. Yeah. And I think Veda Salt and Fuss works. I don't know if it's just because I know that this movie exists. If your name's Salt and Fuss, your first name better be Veda. Veda for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, And no, I'm. I mean, my last name, I won't say it on the podcast, sure. but it's it's horrible. I married into it. Yeah. I, I hate it so much. My my previous name was Myers, and it was so easy. Yeah. Yeah, West Michigan. Perfect. Yeah. My, and, and people didn't mispronounce it. They just knew. Right. And yeah. now I just, everything I always about wondered, my last name sucks. As like, uh, uh, I always wondered if it would be a, a thing for a female, like for a woman to just decide, like... Like there are certain instances where it's just not going to happen. Like I'm just not going to marry. I mean, if it was like I refuse to take their last name. If it was like Dick Sucker. Yeah, right. Like that's. Yeah. Would Would you hyphenate at that point? (laughs) (laughs) Meyer Dick Sucker. (laughs) You got a plan for the evening. (laughs) Right. This is 24 hours. All right. Because Meyer is. Yeah. 24. Okay. It was Meyers. (laughs) I know. I know. Meyers. Right. Amanda. Okay. <laughs> what are we doing? Amanda Dick Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck so bad. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what were we doing just now? <laughs> we, How old are you? Ages. Yeah, ages. yeah okay. we did ages. So that's we're done, done, right? Okay. Yeah. Let's get back to. Do you have any more yeah. clips? Sad grandma. Or okay. are we good? No, we got a ton. Yeah, rips let's to gr- Ramu. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Tells Harry about dating, uh, and this. Oh, this is where uh, the uncle talks to Harry about the I sexual do love revolution. Phil. Yeah, this is great. Let me fill you in on today's woman. Since the last time you dated, something happened. He's a womanizer, Sexually. which I do not understand. <laughs> now, According to that, him. Used to have yeah. yeah. Door open for a woman, pull her chair out, pick up the check. No more. No more. You want to know what else is missing? <coughs> Rise. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's Harry, actually kind of fun yeah. that he's like Trust getting. Oh, really? This <laughs> lip thing is in. You gotta treat her like Oh my god, if we could live happen. without bras, Are I'd be sure so happy. Did you not tell Veda I'm a womanizer, huh? <laughs> oh. Come here, wait. I gotta tell you something about your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly will be here any minute. Oh, she's picking you up. Good. You're on the right Did track. Did you not tell Veda no. to not driving over be here. alone with me in a room? <laughs> right, like yeah. it's basically. Ugh, you're a little too close on that swing. Out at the fire. look. Then like she goes and lives with him. You look like a salt and fuss. Okay, we get it. All right, so there's that. Why is Phil in a tuxedo? I want to know. Like, he's wearing a tux for no reason in that scene. In that scene? Mm -hmm. I guess I didn't even notice that. I don't know. Didn't he just come back from finishing something with a dead body? I know, but why would he wear a tux for that? That's a good point. I don't know. Do they do that during the show? I don't think they had Under Armour clothing back then. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? I know. I don't know. Like he, he's super. And then he says, "Grave digging suit." Well, and then it did make me wonder too when um 
the, when Dan Aykroyd, whatever his name is, Harry, Harry yeah. when he um, says, why don't you go and market that and then you can support me for a little for while. For sure, yeah. So I'm like, so just fill that measure work? Measure the correct amount yeah. of briquettes, package them, yes. and then market that and support me. And yeah. that is such a typical guy thing to like deal. Like, And I'm an amazing griller. <laughs> and so don't like fuck with me when I'm on the grill. Like I will grill before Mark even. He, and so that just that whole thing just frustrated me but still he's like and then you can support me for a little while i'm like okay does phil not work yeah. is he just living in the funeral he's kind of like a beatnik sort of guy you know i don't know maybe he's living out of his car too maybe it was the 70s you know, people <laughs> did a lot of weird shit all right here is uh shelly saying grace yeah favorite, i like it second favorite grace scene in the movie <laughs> ever uh first one being uh christmas vacation it's the greatest grace scene of all time i pledge allegiance <laughs> yeah. They mean the blessing. Grace. Grace died 30 years. I love it. Okay. <laughs> rub a dub dub. Thanks for the grub. Yay, God. Perfect. <laughs> I'll second that. Hey, Shelly, like seafood? Ugh. Mm-hmm. Why? Seafood. This is uh, deep in the throes of uh, her hatred for Shelly, right? Yeah. 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 I like this the bumper car scene. I was about to say the death race Jason <laughs> Statham scene where she turns into some monster. Yeah, but do you realize how slow Shelly's car, like when you, when I feel like whenever I got the, the, into the bumper cars, my car was always sure, like the yeah. worst one. It's like the Meyer cart that has the like, jacked up Because as you're standing in line, you're like, oh, that's, that's mine. That's the fast one. Yeah, ah, yeah. That one's mine. I didn't even realize. Yeah. I, yeah. That's funny. You just like, you and pick then, your own. As I'm watching her get hit over and over again, sure. I'm thinking in my head, I would have such a headache if, if I mean, I can't handle that kind of stuff. Like, I am not the right, I am the Dan Aykroyd when he's like, let's do the ride where we sit on a bench and rest. That's going to be me. For sure. I also love that it, since that movie takes place in 1972, it's nice to know that they haven't updated bumper car technology in 50 years. That's exactly what they look like. So, still. You're so, actually, the same those, cars those yeah. I mean, they were a little bit brighter. Like, it's the yeah. same cars. They just, just hadn't little, been sitting in the yeah. sun for so long. <laughs> They started putting tarps up yeah. instead. Yeah. <laughs> the, the rubber on the bottom's all cracked. And <laughs> um, okay, so we have, uh, this is where Harry protects the camper. I mean, I get it, but whatever, we'll play that. I like this happens. scene. I have suffered a terrible loss. I mean, this is the first really time that he, oh, can do sorry, this is good. But I urge you to focus on the times you had with the camper. And his face. <laughs> He's just doing his job, yeah. except with the camper. Those days are gone now, but they'll live on in your heart forever. This guy boinking you? <laughs> That's a real bonehead thing to say. Look, you're not going to take Shelly's camper. Oh, 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 no? Oh. It's her home. It's where she lives. Oh, really? Okay, fine. Look, go cook, okay? Give me the goddamn keys. What is Come dick? on. Yeah. Yeah. He's so ugly. Go cook. Oh. He punches him right in the stomach. For? Who are you? I'm his brother. Oh, then you'll probably be visiting us here quite often. Why? Because if he ever tries to take Shelly's camper again, I'm going to bury him in my front yard. It is. Your father's a savage. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Love it. So great. Did you guys ever watch your father uh, beat the shit out of anyone? Uh, I saw my dad like there was a I mean, dog. I guess we don't have to name names. There but. was a, a dog chasing a, a scary dog in the neighborhood was uh-huh. chasing us. And we were riding Did your dad bikes. beat the shit out of a dog. Um, this dog was like trying to attack me okay. and my stepsister, Julie. And um, we were riding our bikes and we were screaming. And I just remember my dad pulling up in his like shitty Buick or whatever it was. <laughs> and I mean, he barely got it in park before he got out and he had a quart of oil in his hand. Yeah. And I watched him. Like chuck- metal can. No, it, oh, okay. no, it was like the plastic bottle. Right. But he chucked it at that dog dog so hard and he was like ready to like and this was a big ass it was like a husky like a big ass dog sure 
And so, yeah, he, I, I remember that. <laughs> he and, took out a dog yeah. for you. That's Thanks, fun. Dad. Yeah. 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 Anything? No. Well, yeah. I mean, I was always afraid of that. He was just uh, he could he could whip some ass, but sure. luckily, he, my my sister never had to take the guns to the party. The, the only time that I ever witnessed it was when my sister threw a huge party um, when we were coming back from vacation, and she wasn't supposed to. Oh. And so we we came back. So you had early. like a John Hughes movie in your house. Yeah, right? it was like well, it was like. Uh, beer cans all over the lawn as we were pulling up <laughs> this like 19 year old my sister and uh walk in and this is how i remember it i just recently brought it up with them and they said that's not exactly how I <laughs> but so my memory so is this will be okay then we don't have to redact any right of this no, 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 no. Okay, but my memory is of my dad finding <laughs> finding my sister's like guy friends picking them up by their collars and say clean my effing house now like, <laughs> like lifting them off the ground and i was like i'm gonna see you later guys yeah. this is not me yeah, for sure. That is yeah, scary awesome. stuff. That's fun. Yeah, you did have a John Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> what is John Hughes? Oh, John <laughs> Hughes. He's the director of like Weird Science and Breakfast Club and all of Pretty like the, Pink, the okay. Brat Pack. Do you are you familiar with any of those movies? I've heard of a couple. That's <laughs> You're it. such a bee. Well, you, should, you should watch those. They're good. Yeah. Um, so okay, and then I also wanted to play this clip here. This is what we haven't really heard from Thomas J a bunch. No, uh, he doesn't not really say all. a ton really yeah. in the beginning of this movie. But here's where uh, the nurse is talking to Thomas J about what he thinks oh, is I love wrong this part. Yeah. with Veda, and you really get the sense of like he just loves her yeah, for who good, she is. Yeah, he understands that she's kind of broken, but he just doesn't care. He he thinks she's great. So yeah. Thomas, let me ask you a question. Does Veda ever tell you why she comes down here so much? Because she's dying. Do you think she is? No. Why do you think she says that? Because she gets scared of all those dead people in her house. And you know that saying, can't beat them, join them? Well, if she's one of them, she won't be as scared. You know what I think? I think Veda's very lucky to have a friend like you. It's incredibly insightful from an 11-year-old. She's my best friend. Yeah. Miss Veda, how are you feeling? As good as as can be expected. But when I found out that she was an extra on Uncle Buck, I was like, cool, they already knew each other. Yeah. You know, maybe. And yeah. actually, she is really good friends with Elijah Wood in real life. Okay. So, yeah. They have a circle of little toddler friends that they were all part of. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Um, let's do... Are we oh, well, almost done? We are almost done, but we, I do want to hit We're going to talk about some plugs. So, if you need to get your schedule out to talk I, about your show, we, we got a ways to go yet. So, hold on. Uh, let's do. do Veda getting... Uh, well, here. Oh, yeah. What's the matter? Where's Daddy? Well, he just left. What's wrong? I'm hemorrhaging. What do you mean you're hemorrhaging? I don't want, and I don't need your help, but I need Grandma. I need Grandma. Oh, I'm so sad. How old are you? I'm 11 and a half. It's okay. She really was? Come on upstairs. We have to have a little talk. She blew the lead on that. My mommy and Daddy did that? (laughs) Actually, a very beautiful thing. And look, there wouldn't have been a Veda. I think it should be outlawed. (laughs) Believe me, someday you'll feel differently. Well, that's probably Thomas J. I don't want to see him. <laughs> and it's this is fair. like so PMSing. Yeah. She's just like, oh, she almost kills him off these steps. And the, he, he has a decent fall. Can he come out? I don't know. Please, it's real hot. Maybe we can go swimming. No. Bitch. Get out of here. Boom. And don't come back for five to seven days. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, what? Yeah. So uh, is that how that works? Uh, do you have your period and then you find out what uh, sex is? Um, no. Because I don't feel like those two are necessarily <laughs> right there, yeah. well, correlating. See, that's like, actually not true. Like for me, like for me as a, a child, no, I knew, I obviously learned what sex was first. Right. But like when I explain what a period is, is to my daughter, uh-huh. 
I am so thankful that she's a girl because there is a reason you have a period. Sure. If she was a boy and questioning getting hard-ons, I'd be like, Buh, the, man. Uh, the, well, I guess right now they happen for no reason. I just but don't feel like, and the then two... in five to seven days, <laughs> call your physician. <laughs> um, I just feel like those two are not mutually exclusive. Like I you think... don't need to explain to Veda. That's what I what was taking thinking. that dick is after she. Yes, like, I feel like they they maybe are. consult her dad first. No, just, I think that the whole. I mean, I get thing... he's probably grateful, but like maybe not. At this point, I think it's overstepping bounds. But she's a way better parent than her dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. way yeah. better. And I. I, it's all part of reproduction. So it's like a, I, I do feel like they're completely like they do. They're cohesive. I'm down with the sure. cause. Yeah. I'm down with okay. it. Right. Yeah. Uh, you want to do uh, the game last game and then yeah. a few, we do have a few more clips that I need to hit. It's basically him being dead, but we want to foreshadowing foreshadowing. We really have to do those. There's a couple at least that we want to hit. Okay. But in the meantime, we're going to drop into another activity. And that of course has its own theme song. And that theme song is. I think it's time we stop children. What's that sound? You hear what I hear. What's that sound? You hear what I hear. What, 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 what's that sound? All right, it is time for us to play What's, What's That, that sound? sound? And that means I'm going to play a clip from this movie. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, it's just going to be a sound. It's just yep. going to be a random sound that's happening in the background. Already into it. Um, Mandy has not heard these clips either, so it's going to go to you first. You'll get okay. first swing at it. If you can't come up with the answer, it's going to go to Mandy. If she can't come up with it, it's going to go to the listening audience. For this particular movie, I pulled four, <laughs> but I labeled one of them as a rejected name. Uh, what's that sound? I'm going to play that one for you first. I'm going to see if by chance you happen to get it, but then I'm just going to tell you guys what it okay. is <laughs> and why it was rejected. I felt really bad about pulling this clip, but here we go. Let's get to the rejected one. Here it is. Sounds like uh, riding a bike. Okay. Yeah, and then setting a bike down and then... No, I'm just going to go ahead and give it to you guys because I don't want to make you think about it or care anymore. That's Thomas J's gurney getting wheeled up. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Much smaller wheels yeah, on that sure. thing. <laughs> you are That wrong. is insane. Just, That's hilarious. But just listen to the music. You know, you can tell something no, bad. Okay, no, no. something was sad. Yeah, for sure. I was like, I don't remember these bikes being that sad. I'm That's gonna, so funny. I'm going to pee during all the times that you have to... All right, it's over. Perfect clip. She took off her headphones. Okay, it's over. All right. So now we're going to start over fresh. This is the actual (laughs) what's that sound? Yeah, we're just going to forget about that one. For (laughs) sure. All right, here we go. We're going to start with this one. Is it winter her mom dies? Like, are you referring (laughs) that? Hold on. (laughs) Listen. Yeah, I went back into the movie. It's a deleted scene. I can play it as many times as you'd like. If you need another run through, let me know. I don't know if it'll help. I think, okay. I think it's definitely stairs. Um, I'm going to guess it's when she is, or she loses her ball down the stairs and she's going after it. It's the sound of the ball bouncing down the stairs. Yeah. So that's close enough. Good job. Let's good. call that good. So here it is one more time clean in case anybody wants to know that, what a ball going downstairs sounds like. What's the next one? Is it, is it the bees stinging his face? Right, yeah. It's just a bunch of... <laughs> now, what is that? It's like Macaulay Culkin clearly going, ow, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do this one next. Okay. 
Okay. I don't, I mean, there's that weird song in the background, but I don't need the song. There's also some stuff happening. They are certainly at the carnival, but I don't know what they're doing. Okay. All right. So we're going to hard pass on that one. What do you uh, they're throwing the balls at the goldfish. Yeah. That's the ping pong uh-huh. balls on the glasses for the goldfish. In a second there, Dan Aykroyd's like, I can't even tell which ball is mine. Right. Same. Like when I was watching right. it, I was like, there's so many fucking people throwing <laughs> yeah. ping pong balls right now. You could just be like, I got one. I did. I'm a winner. Give you a no, fish. I'm a winner. All right. And then here is the last one. Oh, that's after she comes home from swimming and she's all wet. Yeah. Yeah. When they had to jump into the water. In the lake, We're yeah. going to go to the carnival. Shelly's coming. Oh, damn it. Yeah. yeah. That's where she goes. that yeah. scene. Yeah. Well nice done. job. Yeah, you, you got did a whole really good job. Three out of the three, and then that extra one was just sadness. That was so. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do that for other movies, too. Yeah, just, no, <laughs> what is that? That's Thomas J's gurney. That's This is Jurassic Park. That's nothing to do with the <laughs> yeah. movie. Love it. Oh, it's great. Okay. <laughs> So speaking of Thomas J's gurney, uh, let's go ahead and start. <laughs> I'm going to go pee. With Thomas J being dead. So here I'll put your headphones on too, just to really enjoy this. <laughs> Getting it from both sides. Here we go. Theta, come here and sit down for a minute. Oh, you jumped oh, right to yeah, this part. It's right in there, man. Ackroyd's Thought for sure we were going to get some Thomas bee action. <laughs> he stepped on a beehive. I told him not to tease those bees. Did he get stung? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. He really did. <laughs> a lot. They didn't Maybe clean him up very well for the yard. funeral either. Nah. I would have thought they could have made some of those welts go down. Yeah, this bit. was pro- before proactive and clear as <laughs> <so>. and, uh <laughs> Maybe just Why drop not? some ice on there for a few minutes. and <laughs> Maybe he should have made him look like a $2 <laughs> hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Give him some color in those cheeks. So yeah. You can't see He's every never welt. never wear too yeah. much eyeshadow. <laughs> there were just too many of them. Yeah, this is the moment where I started crying my face off. But if, mm. as long as I keep talking about this yeah. like it's funny, it won't matter to me. So. Man, I just I was so gripped in the moment uh, that it was I was surprised when I wasn't crying at this point. But then like the it was like you know the Hoover Dam. It was just building up, building up, building up, and then uh oh, there goes his glasses. This is where he get well. Boom. This is where she goes to the doctor, which also was like. Oh yeah, because she kind of runs away for a bit. She gets those phantom, phantom bee stings. Oh. I thought she was gonna say my heart, and I was like, oh god, that would have been rough. Oh, yeah, lifetime movie. Yeah, for sure. When she's all laying up the in the doctor's uh-huh. bed, yeah, and yeah. you know, I, I'm not even putting my headphones on at this point because <laughs> I feel like there's like post traumatic stress going on here for me. So this next clip is where Vedas uh, finds out that he doesn't have his glasses on. Yeah, I'm not so. listening. Oh, I'll go. let you two listen. <laughs> here we go. Jesus said, "Let the children uh, come." To me. Jesus said, "Let the children come to me." <laughs> but without their glasses, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for here, you need no glasses. He laid his hands on their heads. I even have my hands over my headphones because I don't want to hear it. Let us pray in silence. This is rough. Yeah. This is a tough go. Oh, no. His face hurts. No, I can still hear it. Even though I'm trying not to. You'll never not hear it. Put his glasses on. Put on his glasses. I'm sorry, everybody. You know, legend has it his glasses are still out there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, 
know, honestly, uh, if she wouldn't have kissed him, he wouldn't have gone back to look for that ring. Oh, wow. She was the real villain. <laughs> she killed her mom. She wow. killed Thomas J. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, she's got a two to zero kill death ratio. <laughs> she's a fucking maniac here. Yeah. Does she kill anyone in the second one? I don't remember. I don't think so. Is no. that clip over? Yeah, that yes. one's over. But we also have... Uh, uh, Vena reads her final note. Oh, I can deal the, with oh the poem. Her poem. Okay, I can deal yeah. with that. Okay. Flesh all a mesh. <laughs> <laughs> can you re- please just play flesh all a <laughs> yeah, mesh again? She, she just instead recants the mesh all a mode. All a mode. Yeah, she just combines the two. Uh, I experienced something with my boyfriend the other day. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Weeping willow with your tears running down. Why do you always weep and frown? Is it because he left you one day? Because he could not stay. Then Mr. Bixler's like, I mean, I it does rhyme, yeah. so that's good. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, like, I just want to see inside your soul, Vader. Yeah, she's definitely getting more vulnerable, but really can't get past shade. those rhymes. Yeah. I thought his laughter would never fade. She is wearing a dress, though, for the first time in the movie. Stop your tears. There is something to calm your fears. You think death now she knows what sex is though, so she's just ready for it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, by the way, flesh all the mesh, great poem. Yeah. <laughs> I know I get it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boom. <laughs> um, by the way, the Hold willow. On. We still got more. The willow tree. Oh, wait. It's oh, just, she goes. Her little yeah. monologue at the end here. Yeah. Hi, Judy. Hi, Judy. Things are a little better these days. I finally swallowed that chicken bone. Judy and I are going to be in the same homeroom. The Republican Party just renominated Mr. Nixon. So things are great. <laughs> um, All right. No, the willow tree, like they couldn't find a willow tree exactly where it needed to be. I got to pee. Yeah, I'll go be for right it. back. Okay. Um, so they found a tree next to a pond, which was perfect for like the climbing mm-hmm. and all of that. But they ended up cutting all the branches off and then they stuck like willow oh, branches. No. So they're like faking that That's it's awful. like the actual willow. Yeah. Wow. I was really impressed that uh, Veda was able to sleep in the tree all night without falling out. Yeah. There was that one scene where she like she's like, I'm running away. Uh-huh. And then she slept in a tree and didn't die. Yeah, she's like, I'm just gonna what I'm just hiding out. I yeah. like how Thomas J's like, My mom's gonna be worried. I'm really hungry. Did you ever run away as a kid? I never ran away as a kid, no. no? I was too afraid. What where were you where afraid? would I go? Uh, yeah. Where would I go? I was you never like threatened your parents like I'm gonna run away. No, because they would have been like, yeah, where would you go? Like, <laughs> you you eat food here. This is the only thing that I know. I was afraid. I would go hunting with my dad. Like, literally a four to three to four minute walk into the woods from our house to the blind, and then I would want to. I would get bored, so I'd want to go in before him. Yeah, and then he'd be like, all right, well, you if you want to leave now, you're gonna have to go by yourself, and I would run back like with my eyes closed because I was. <laughs> Alone in the woods. That's so yeah. no, I never threatened to run away. Gotcha. I, I did. I was like, I'm running away. I would get like the bindle, like the I would put like stuff in like a handkerchief and like oh, I'd the tie, classic I'd put hobo it on like yeah, train I'd thing. put it on yeah. like a stick and I'd walk down the road and I'd like go into the woods. This is how you run away. Yeah. yeah. And my parents would always be like, Okay, see you later, you know, that's fine, go ahead, go run away. And then obviously I always I always made it back home. But I'd bring like a book and I'd like climb a tree and I'm like, I'm gonna read Oh, I just almost yawned. Sorry. I'd be like, I'm going to read this book and they're going to be so sad that I'm gone. <laughs> and that's how Veda, like she comes home and then they're sleeping. Like yeah. that's just. Oh, kind yeah. Of, nobody cared. Yeah. Which is no. really, really sad because that's all yeah. she. And she even like re-shut the door. Like, yeah. hey, I'm home. Did anyone notice that I was like running away? Yeah. 
Yeah, which is kind of, I mean, again, that goes with Matt's whole theory that yeah. this movie is just super sad. Yeah, I had no leverage. If I would have threatened to run away, it's like a fish threatening to jump out of the tank. Where are you going to go? <laughs> Did you ever threaten to run away or run away? No, I think uh, people who run away are like not aware of what it's like to be at the bottom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people run away when they're like, I don't need this. I can go and be better off on my own. But like I was basically sort of on my own to begin with. So I was like, <laughs> it's I either do this outside or inside the house. <laughs> I'm just going to keep on staying inside the house. I know, but house. did you not have to? Like, I don't I don't want to live by these rules. I'm going to go to California, I like mean, she says. No, I don't really. I never had the like inclination to like move on to bigger, better things or anything. <laughs> I love you know? how Thomas J's like, I'm tired of running away. <laughs> <For> sure. <laughs> we passed this thing three times. We're not getting nowhere. I love how when she came home that no one cared either. Wait, that's yeah. what you were just saying. Yeah. yeah. Thomas well, didn't like to you... run away from bees, though. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> how did you not know? <laughs> Shots fired. Um, uh, what's the... He must, have, he must have never been allergic or what's... been stung before because he would he would have known that he was allergic if to If I bees. had remembered what it was, it would have been way better because I said shots fired and then I was going to say like epi shots fired. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't remember what the fucking epi pens ah! were. It would be so I hard. saw your Damn hand. It. I was like, you have like a plunger. Like, what is this happening? Compulsively clicking a pen or something. My brain couldn't catch up with how funny they, I wanted to be. I don't think that they had EpiPens back no, then, I'm maybe. Sure they, sure they didn't. I, I mean, would, basically, yeah. if you were allergic and you got stung by a bee, boop. You're dead. just out. Yeah. yeah. You're just done. I would and love I mean, to see an interview with Macaulay Culkin like now, and he'd be like, yeah, that bee scene, I did it for real. Yeah. Those were real stings. 12 takes. They, they looked. <laughs> we were on set for a week. Yeah. They looked like their bees were really flying around him. Yeah. I mean, I obviously, there it could have been special effects. It was 91. They, they probably had a bee wrangler on set, though. I mean, that's probably a good portion of yeah. that budget they had. <laughs> the bee wrangler made all the money all, all right. right so we made it Are through done? all of that nonsense i guess so we're probably yeah done this, this has been we've we've done this long yeah. enough i please i was really hoping bed. yes i was like okay can we please be done because all that's left is just fucking sadness, <laughs> sadness for sure again though that me this movie to me was mary poppins with no dancing and singing and a poor resolution like this was her coming in to save the day she fixes what she can of the family that's perpetually broken and then we move on with her being just a regular kid finally which i guess is the redemption for this whole maybe sad story but yeah. i don't know so All what's right. uh, final takes you have any uh, are you gonna watch standout? this again i will never watch this again <laughs> okay um just because I don't, I I don't know. It's, it's not for you, man. It really. I well, mean, no. It's, see, it's like a fine movie. I don't yeah. think it, I didn't dislike it at all. I had a good time watching. Like you're it. glad you watched it this oh, one time. Absolutely. I I experienced some real emotions and uh-huh. some yeah. some real life uh, perspective. But uh, you yeah, don't want to put yourself not, through it. Well, I couldn't. I don't think I could manufacture those real emotions again. <laughs> sure, I get it. Yeah. Even though I knew what was going to happen, it was the first like rewatch. Yeah. And then if I actually watched it again, who knows? But yeah, yeah. Know. Macaulay Culkin's actually the real villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. He knew how much it would upset her to die, and he did it anyway. <laughs> well, he knew he couldn't have her because yeah. she was going after Mister Bixler. It's like this whole. Uh, no, he said, "Think of me." I know, but it's like this weird Shakespearean play. That, like <laughs> she. Wants to be with him, and he's yeah. got a girlfriend. But now Macaulay wants to be with her, and she's got Mr. Bixler. It's just yeah. mess. It's just um, a whole I will mess. never watch this movie again. Okay, all right. No. What about number two? Yes, I'll watch number two. Okay. 
Um, I probably should. I'd like the, for me. This was like it's like Schindler's List. Like <laughs> okay, you can watch it and it, yeah. It's so good. it's about it's a, the Holocaust. Oh, yeah, it's it's a pretty good, pretty equitable. Well, I think Schindler's List is more rewatchable. Right? <laughs> no, <laughs> for me, like that, that the, red coat. The amount <laughs> of the in Schindler's List, like the amount of sadness for me in that movie. Like I haven't watched it since the first time I watched it. I'm mm-hmm. glad I watched it for sure. Um, but I I don't want to put myself through that again. Yeah, rough. so. So yeah, we'll take that same one off the list. And <laughs> I, uh, but I would watch it up until like he goes to look <laughs> that for the little ring. red coats in a pile. Some, oh, that movie, this movie. Yeah, yeah okay. no, I won't watch Schindler's List again. <laughs> okay, no, I can't, I can't do it. But yeah, how about you, Matt? Um, yeah, I would watch this again. I mean, we own it, so I would probably throw it in eventually. I don't know if it's going to be anytime soon, but I will probably watch the second one at some point. Yeah. Um, were there any standout performances for you that we haven't really spoken of? I know there's not a very huge cast, but we didn't really. No, I just cover. remember being really, really impressed with that RV. Okay. For sure. <laughs> the I RV. It, I thought it was really wide and really cool looking. Yeah. <laughs> for 1972, it stood out as the the one of the few cool things in the movie. For sure. Okay. <laughs> I kept trying to figure out if there was like symbolism happening because like they do a lot of that and it seemed really reaching in this movie. Like yeah, when yeah. She ste- uh, he steps on the fish and then she throws it off and asks him if it's dead and it just floats there and it's like... This whole like we could be blood brothers and then this dead yeah. fish is all whatever. Like clearly gross. this film is about death and whatever. But then like they pull in with that little um, casket right for the kid. Yeah. And they go upstairs yeah. and then immediately after that her RV pulls up and it's a very similar shape and color scheme to that casket. And I was like I wonder if they did that intentionally but you can never tell. Oh wow, you were really looking into that. I, well I mean in these movies like this when there's supposed to be a yeah. message behind them I'm like maybe they tried real hard. Maybe there's something maybe. that we're supposed to see here but. The circle of life. Yeah I don't know what it is but. You know Thomas So, so the RV was the big standout performance I for you. I love the RV. Pretty great. It did its job. <laughs> Had a great flush. <laughs> Came to set never made a fuss. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Was there every day when yep. they started, you know, last one to leave, probably, <laughs> I'm guessing. So, uh, yeah, uh, did we, we covered all that nonsense, yeah, right? Like, I yeah, think we'd so. watch There's it again. Like eight actors mm-hmm. in the whole movie. So. Sure. Right. Yeah. All right. So I guess it's time for some plugs. You got anything coming up you want people to know about or where can they find you on the old social meds? Any of that stuff? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm around, you know, doing <laughs> semifinals of funniest person. That'll be old news maybe soon, but, uh, but it's like the 18th, I think of March. So, yeah, oh yeah. It'll just, be before that. Yep. Okay. So. Probably real close to it. Yeah. So, uh, I, that's incredible congratulations well, thank you yeah. yeah otherwise i don't have anything else to plug so what uh what is your date for i'm pretty sure it's the 18th which is the day i think i'm opening that warm up the crowd yeah i'm yeah. warming up the crowd Sweet. that show so. well we can talk about my girl the whole there you time go. yeah we'll talk, we'll talk about the second one <laughs> yeah 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 well really that's that's an amazing like that's i'll just bring this clip <laughs> uh, gurney and i'll just play that into the mic on stage <laughs> anybody guess what that is <laughs> five dollars five dollars <laughs> Oh, it's Thomas, Thomas J. Gurney. <laughs> so sad. All right, Mandy, you got anything coming up you want people to know about? Nope. Um, if you want to find out stuff that I'm doing, you can just find me on Facebook. It's Matt Harper. Uh, you can find the show that I run at the Waldorf at Wally's Brew Pub Comedy Club, and you can look for shows coming up at Reds in Middleville as well. Uh, like I said, I'll be doing the opening thing at uh, Funniest Person on the 18th. And otherwise, just follow me there to find out what else is going on. If you want to talk to the show directly, if we missed anything, if you need us to know something and you would like to email us, you can do so at another episode podcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, I implore you to please go and find us on 
Instagram. Instagram. That's the word (laughs) kids are doing. Uh, Go find us on Instagram where you can see the posters, which, by the way, you're going to be featured on the poster for the movie My Girl. Sweet. Uh, Not really sure what the poster looks like. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what the poster is either. But it's just the two of them and she's laughing. You'll probably end up being my face on a bee's face. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a bunch of you flying around. Oh, my gosh. So so that's going to be happening on Instagram (laughs) is where we release those first. We try to release the posters on the Sunday before the episode drops. So you have a few days to to watch if you'd like to follow along otherwise uh yeah keep listening and tell your friends we don't have a really good way to end this so we usually just play a clip from the movie mm-hmm. to get us out of this nonsense <laughs> uh, <laughs> i try to pull uh, either a very short clip or if it's, it's the gurney i'm gonna fucking kill you no it's fine um or or a clip that can be uh misconstrued as sexual. sexual in nature and i pulled uh what i thought to be a pretty good clip so here's the last bit here <laughs> All right, that's it. Thank you so much. That was my standout performance. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.